Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Cuba del Norte podcast. My name is Varo, and with me, the CDN crew, Rigo, Luis, Flo. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Chilling. She just saw you yesterday. I know. (laughs) You guys had a hangover together? Nah, I woke up fine. I had a little bit of a little headache when I woke up, but it went away fast. But I was drinking whiskey, you were drinking beer. Yeah. I'm a man. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I like to hear. If I would have had that amount of whiskey, I would have probably just not come home. I would just slept <laughs> over there. Fuck it. They were, they were mad cheap. They were like $9 for a double old-fashioned. I was like, fuck it. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the special of the night, I bad. think. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the Yo, board. Our bill, our bill for both of us was, with tip, 120 bucks. They seen that Chiva shout out, shout out the bar too. <laughs> that like we got y'all. I would have passed out. So what do, you, what do you guys want to talk about first, the game or mine and Varo's date? Nah, talk about <laughs> y'all date. Talk about y'all date. <laughs> so we, we were expecting hundreds of people at this bar, <laughs> <laughs> and we, me and Varo, had spoken about getting there early so we could record some. Some video, you know, all the people there and like interviews. The people online, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were gonna do like you ever seen that shot? You ever seen that shot where the camera goes through the whole line? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we were gonna do like you know, you know uh, what's that that um, that camera where they uh, we had the, the time we lapse. Had the, the drone. We were gonna do we were gonna do a time lapse of the whole line that wrapped around the building. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Varo gets there before before me. I'm on my way, and he's the other. There's nobody here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck! This is exactly what I thought it was going to be." And then in my mind, I'm like rationalizing it. I'm like, "Well, in reality, we were only really going to just like tweet out we were going to meet up to watch the game. Like, it wasn't like a big thing until she wasn't got involved. They made this a bigger thing than it was." Uh, so I get there, and it's like I got to like almost seven seven thirty. Right, the game was at eight, and uh, the Ansovar was just there alone for a long time. For like, well, he was there, and then I he went, went to go eat. I went to go grab pizza because I didn't want to go in there yet because there was nobody there. I was like, I'm not going <laughs> in there yet. <laughs> but what if people showed up and nobody was there, so they left? Because why? Yo, for real? <laughs> nah. But I kept telling Rigo, I was like, Yo, we're we're Mexican. I was like, Mexicans are always late. I was like, people are gonna show up, and then like, but yeah, so like, what? The first person showed up like five minutes before the game, maybe. Or yeah. no, it had already started. It had just started. Yeah, it had just started. And then like, more people started showing up. And by the end of the night, we had like... 10, like, 11 people? Yeah. <laughs> but and then, we get, and then we get there, and... Well, Varo got there first. And the, the area we, we were supposed to sit in that had a big projector TV had been overrun by some River Plate fans. And then the main TV in the bar with the sound was playing an MLS game. So we only had like a little TV, not little, it wasn't little, but it was like one of the smaller TVs playing the game. So the first half, we didn't hear no sound. <laughs> uh, but then when the, f- when the s- first half ended, the Atlanta United game ended. So we were, we were able to get the game on the big TV. Uh, and then there we had sound. And by that time, we already had like most of the people there. So that, that was pretty cool. The funny, the funny thing is that, um, when I walked in at first, and, like, the River Plate fans were at the back of the bar, they had, like, red and white flags hanging on their, uh, like, their <laughs> seats. I was like, oh, shit, people showed up. And then I got close, and it's uh, River Plate. I was like, oh, what the hell? Like, we walk away, them walk away slowly. I was about to well, be like, yo, I made, a, I made a demand, guys. <laughs> and Varo said, yeah, said he has a duffel bag full of Chivas jerseys. If he, if he would have brought them, we could have made that picture look even crazier. <laughs> Yeah, we. I was. I should have. I should have done it, man. Because everybody that showed up could have probably fit into my jerseys. <laughs> They're all medium, so I can't fit in them anymore. But people that showed up can. Yeah, we figured. We were worried. I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "These guys." There was sweet. no pictures, nothing. There was no service at, at halftime. I stepped outside to like get some service because there was nothing. And then the there was only one bartender in the whole bar. And she was busy like, the whole time, so we like, we were already like bothering her to turn the game on and shit like that. 
I'm like, I don't even want to ask him for the Wi-Fi password. And then I was like, and then I don't want to get the Wi-Fi password. And we slow the internet down on the fucking stream. And then it goes. I was like, so what was it? Whatever. Yeah. Because funny, like around the 84th or 85th minute, the the stream dropped because something happened with their Wi-Fi. So we did, like, it went and then didn't come back for like two or three minutes towards the end. So there's a couple of plays that we missed. Uh, but other than that, it was pretty cool. Everyone that came out was really cool. They were all like, uh, there was one person that was from Guadalajara, another person from uh, Cali near San Jose. Um, another well, person. They live, out, they live out there now? Yeah, they live out there. Majority, all, I mean, all of them lived in Brooklyn, except our cousin came out, Yadi, and her boyfriend. Uh, I kind of had, had a feeling like, um, like 10, 11, 12 people, like, that's not bad for New York. For for like a New York crowd and stuff it's like also that. Like Saturday night and like shit is far. Like it took me like an hour to get there, hour fifteen, right. like because the traffic. But then I mean I got home in like thirty minutes. It was, it was, it was obviously it was one, like twelve o'clock. But it's far for people to to meet up like in Brooklyn. So we we, we, we were talking with people that were there and we were like, we need to do it more centralized. Maybe like Manhattan or Queens. Um, yeah. So that's what we want to do next. But, I mean, everyone that came out was like, yeah, like, if you guys keep doing it, we'll keep coming out, which is cool. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, right now in New York, there's not really a place to go to watch any League IMAX games. So, a couple of them, yeah, everybody was like, yo, if you guys keep doing it, we're going to keep coming. And then, you know, we want to make this thing grow, have a lot, have a lot more people out. So, I think we're just going to keep doing them and see if people keep showing up. Yeah, because they were like, if you guys keep doing it at the same place, like, now, at least we know, and we'll, and we'll keep going to it. But that we're bar plus. we were at, the bar we were at had other Liga MX games. Like, they were showing the Leon game. Yeah, I don't know if it's, if they just put it on because you, it was the only other soccer game on. And they, like, they actually stick to trying to play soccer, like, all the time. Not like most of the bars in New York. Like, on Saturday nights, they're playing college football. They're not showing you anything else. But they actually try to stick to the soccer theme. That's why I like that bar. And then obviously, like later in the night, they had the boxing match, but they still had soccer games going on in the background. The bar was cool, and the drinks were cheap because I had like seven or eight old fashions. I'm gonna go fly down where Flo's at. We're gonna do one in Texas. Mm. I can probably just drive over there. Can't be that far. Nah, San Antonio. (laughs) From Orlando to uh, San Antonio, it's probably like twelve hours. I was going to say, I think it's like 10, 11 hours. I remember I looked it up. It's not even that, but you make it seem like it was bad. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a full day. Bro, I get pissed off when I have to drive an hour. Anyway. I don't I don't <laughs> mind long drives for some reason. I'm trying I'm trying to fly out to Cali. 16 hours. Nah, fam. Next season, we have to. We have to do it. That's what people keep adding us. They said they want the next one to be in Cali. We'll try I to get out. We're going to try to get out there for sure. I think next season, try to go to Cali. All four of us. Or yeah. Texas. Either Cali or Texas. Cause I think that's where right. we can get a lot of people to show up. I think Cali because I've never been to Cali. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me too. When you look at our, um, <laughs> when you look at our like, analytics and stuff, it's like 80% of our audience is like in Cali. And everyone always asks us Cali, Cali, Cali. We got to find a place so over Cal. there. It's got to be yeah. LA. We got to find a place that over way, there. That way Josh doesn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> You won't show. He, we could have the party at his house, and he still won't really show. still would have show. Be the boy. Well, to be honest, like if we're gonna do one in Cali, we should probably like start planning it before the year ends because the season starts like in January, like right away. Yeah. In January. Yeah, that's true. And we don't know like wh- we don't know when they're gonna put like a classico or something like that. It might not even be bad doing like a the the, the classico, super classico, and meeting up with like the Ivan and all the guys from. The I, was, I was about to say, aren't they out in LA? Yeah. Not all of them. Okay. No, but I, I, I know Ivan in Texas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dylan's in Texas, and the other one's in New York, actually. Well, one of the yeah, he's in Staten Island. It's not New York. Oh so. damn, that's no. not even New York. Yeah, yeah. micro country, yeah. <laughs> upstate. It's upstate, like. <laughs> yeah, no wonder he's a no wonder he's an America fan. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, man, if anybody, I was gonna say if anybody knows any good bars in Cali. Oh, I'm sure. Like we've already had people tweet us. Bars. Yeah, they're, like, they've places, been suggesting yeah. places already. Someone, someone sent us one. That's like I think it's called like Guadalajara. <laughs> Something like that. It's like something goat too. I think it was yeah. called something goat. Yeah, I think Cali. We would have no problem finding a place, and I'm sure people will come out, especially if Chivas jumps in and promotes it again. Yeah, yeah. But I don't even think no I, like. 
I think like for I think for Cali, I don't even think we would need necessarily needed the Chivas because we have a lot of the majority of our followers are there. Yeah, and then they'll tell their friends, and it'll just grow. Yeah. It'll blow up. Yeah, Cali is just yeah, like, it'll ask it'll be a it'll ask Cholo party. <laughs> like when we like when we went to the game in Guadalajara, like half the cars we saw had like Cali license plates and stuff. Oh, they always drive down. Bro, when yeah. I went to see the, Can- I think the Canelo fight in Vegas, there was like so many people from uh, from Cali there. But yeah, it was cool. The, the watch party was cool. It's just the, the service in there wasn't great, so we couldn't really like tweet out and stuff. Yeah. And for the people that are asking, I don't know why I'm mad in the picture. Var <laughs> <laughs> don't look too happy either. I was just looking at it. I don't. I don't. I don't know why. Uh, that was my face. <laughs> <laughs> Now there's multiple faces on the on the internet, multiple pictures on the internet of me being mad. Rigo's never happy. Yeah, I mean the team sucks. I mean the, the team does suck still, but, but they you took won. that before they scored or after they won. This is no, as at, the, at the, the end of the over. night. <laughs> and before everyone left, we what we do need to do is like I think, I think, to, go ahead. I was gonna say I think everybody else in the picture looks happier than y'all too. Yeah. <laughs> Now I was gonna say what we do need to do is fucking create like a like a choose and not the flag. Oh, I think no. And and I guess eventually yeah. some scarves. Yeah, I still yeah. wearing shirts. I'm worried about the flag. <laughs> Yo, well, the, the shirts, shirts the shirts get here tomorrow. I was like, oh great! I even paid like extra to get it shipped faster. And it's still <laughs> coming in late. I was like, oh, god damn it! Like bullshit. But um, I I was telling Rico we might as well just give those shirts out if if they look Wait, good. Two I don't shirts. Know how, how they're two gonna shirts? look? Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Just yeah. Give them out randomly, and then I'll just put in like a, I'll just put in like a big order, or I just up, or I just make like an online shop for Chivas and Norte, and we'll sell them from there. Yeah, yeah. The shirts look kind of dope when you send out the pictures. So. Yeah, I'm we'll I'm, ex- I'm excited to see what they look like. Um, I'll tweet out like I'll tweet out pictures tomorrow. We can do like a giveaway or something. Yeah, we we'll do that. Like your trivia, like who was the first guest on Chivas and Norte or something. But it's um so we got a medium and an extra large so if you guys are those sizes be on the lookout tomorrow. I don't even know why I got extra large. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely like a large, but I was like, you know what? I don't want it to come in to run small. Yeah, sometimes those shirts be shrinking too. Like yeah, after you, you wash them, them, you wash them once and then they fucking shrink. Well, they I I ordered them I think on uh, Gildan, like oh, okay. the heavyweight Gildan. So oh, those usually yeah. stay yeah, true yeah, to size. Good shirts. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Like the hood shirts, they like run big if anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they stay true to size. Luckily, the two hermanos aren't aren't fit, so we'll be able to get that XL off. <laughs> the medium, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why you stick with these medium. I know. I'm a medium. If, if yeah, I get a large, like, it looks like I'm swimming in it. Like, and then if, when like, I get a medium, I gotta like stretch the shit out of my shirt before I put it on. <laughs> uh, you're like my cousin, bro. He's like. After he's like thirty something with like five kids, still trying to wear mediums, his belly's all hanging out. And shit. <laughs> like it's time to move up, bro. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's talk about the game. Um, obviously, we know who won. Freaking Golazo from Alexis Vegas, mm-hmm. bro. That at, at the watch party was funny because um, some people missed it. Cause you know how yeah. you're talking to other people and stuff? And that's kind of one of the reasons I don't like going to bars to watch the game. Because sometimes people want to talk to you and, like, not watch the game. So, but I, I was watching when the goal happened. But a couple of people were like, oh, shit, what happened? They're like, oh, where's the replay? Where's the replay? Where's the replay? Like, desperately waiting for the replay. And then when they saw the they replay, were out. everybody just started yelling mad. Like, <laughs> like... <laughs> Everyone was asked out. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> at, it was funny too, Rigo. I forgot I, we didn't mention it before, but um, there was like a couple like white people sitting at the bar watching the game, and meanwhile they're like on their phone, and you can see that they're like googling Chivas and reading up on like who the team is and where they play. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, I they were see that. they were yeah. There was um there was one Asian guy and two white guys. They were like sitting oh. opposite of the uh, Atlanta United fans. Uh-huh. And um, they were on their phones, and they're like super invested in the game, and like googling. I saw they were like googling Chivas, and like they're reading like the Wikipedia, like who they are. <laughs> it was funny. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. But yeah, man, um, 
Chivas won the Clásico Tapatío 1-0. Our FIFA showdown uh, curse or gift is still alive. <laughs> Luis, Luis lost the, the match against the Paradero boys, and Chivas wins. Every time we lose, Chivas either ties or wins, and then every time we win, Chivas loses. So I think we're just going to have to start yeah, throwing be, these FIFA showdowns. I'll be expecting thank yous in my mentions tomorrow <laughs> when you guys hear this. I'm going to um, start scoring. Do you want to talk about the lineup? Myself. The lineup was interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's start off with the <clears throat> with the Chivas lineup. You have it open. Yeah, right. I got it. Over. All right, got it over. Uh, you're yeah. over there. You're over there you're dying. Right. I'm about to die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in goalie we had Raul Godinho. Um, right back was Jesus uh, Chapo Sanchez. The two center backs Antonio Virseño and Sepúlveda. Left back Miguel Ponce, and the mid three midfielders because we went four three three were Vialpando, Molina, and Alan Cervantes. And up top we had Rizuela, Vega, and Pulido. What do you guys think? Any any of you? I think we kind of predicted that lineup, right? Um, almost, yeah, player for player, kind of. Because we said Sepulveda, which was the bigger surprise. Um, we said was on the bench. Chapo. We said Chapo, and then Villalpando. We wanted Beltran, but he didn't get the he didn't get the start. Right, right but we knew it. We, I think we said he would, he'd probably stick with the same guys he used against uh, Cruz Yeah, but um, yeah, I was I was happy with the lineup. I was a little worried, honestly, about Sepulveda just because it's a bigger game. But um, you guys had said he played well the last two games that he started. I didn't get a chance to watch yeah. him because I was not home. But, yeah, he, he held his own last night. I think overall yeah, the solid, team looked man. well. We, yo, we, we definitely dominated Atlas, I feel like. But we didn't really create opportunities, right? It's yeah, like at, it no, at no point thing. was I like, shit, Atlas didn't get a score until like yeah. the yeah. second half. Like the second half where after Alexis Vega scored – um, for yeah, me, like Chivas place. dropped back too much. Like we sat back and we were happy to let them attack. I was like, "Ah, shit, we're gonna either they're gonna tie it, and you know we're gonna lose two points." Yeah, yo, for me, the thing about Sepulveda, like he was solid. Like I think Avaro, you said it before. Like it was one of those like performances, like where if you don't really hear too much of him, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean it's like a bad thing, especially his position where a lot of plays are coming his way. Like, yeah. you didn't really hear his name come up. He, he did his job. He did his job. Chapo did his job. Godinho was solid. The few plays he had to, um, he had to save the ball. A criticism um, I had for Sepulveda was he runs up a lot. Oh, he had that one where he ran up and then lost yeah. it. Yeah. There was, like, two or three times that he had, that he went, like, up all the way up on the field, and then he couldn't get back. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah. shit. He's like, but, you know, that comes with the experience, and he'll learn that, you know, you can't make those deep runs if you don't have anybody that's going to like slot in your position and cover you yeah. but that was the only criticism I, I had of him I think the lineup overall like, I was cool with that I was just again I was mad that Alexis Vega was on the wing and I know he scored his play from the wing and he had a couple plays down the wing but I still feel like his position is down the middle uh, I didn't have I didn't think Polito had a good game I didn't think Rizuela had a good game matter of fact Rizuela had missed a goal like a wide open opportunity I think it was in the first half it was pretty early in the game, I think, where the ball came into the middle. He just like, completely whiffed on it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what player you're talking Yeah, he about. just completely whiffed the ball, like, right down the middle. Um, yeah, he missed it. He, like, he shot, like, right over the ball. He didn't get he didn't get a contact with it. Yeah, but it was, yeah, it was just, it was just like, a, like you said, we dominated, but we didn't create many chances. After we scored the goal and after started pushing up, we had a little bit more chance. We had, like, a, a few more clear chances where we maybe would have scored. But even I think even uh, what's his name said it. Even Tomas Boyce. <laughs> even Tomas Boyce said in the in the what's it called it wasn't like the prettiest of wins, but it's a win against Atlas, so so it means a little bit more. He's just happy that that the team won and he can breathe a breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah the same. A little bit. I think it sucks that uh, he's he's gonna feel like oh yeah, see, um, playing Vega out wide where is working. You know right, I mean? right, yeah. Because now he now he has a reason, like an excuse to like, oh, see, exactly. I put him out there and that. it works. Yeah, yeah. Where it's it's clear as day, man. His speed, like, like he had a couple wing uh, plays on the wing where his speed beat the defenders, but then he yeah. still had to cut all the way inside. Where if he's making those plays straight down the middle, it's a one on one with the goalie. Yeah, and he's cutting inside, looking for someone else making a run instead of you know looking for the shot. Right. If he was on yeah. the middle, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, that kind of sucks, but. 
he did it. He still did it, you know. Yeah, I thought I thought like in the first half he was easily the best player on the field with his runs he was making. Um, he just looked like he wanted it more uh, than the other players on the team, and and he stepped up in the second half with the goal, man, with fucking beautiful goal, man, beautiful goal when he cut inside. Like like talk about um the the celebration that caused a lot of controversy on Twitter and Mexican media. Do you guys think he did it on purpose? Nah. If, if, you, don't, if, if, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, um, as Alexis uh, Vega ran to celebrate his goal, uh, his, he had his whole ass hanging out. <laughs> he like pulled his shorts down, but you know he apologized today on Twitter. He said he was just trying to get his jersey off, and um, so does it was he just play with no underwear? <laughs> oh shit! Wait, yeah, that's true. Right? He goes commando. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't that chafe a little bit? <laughs> Are you going to start doing that at your games? I'm concerned now. Wait, did any of you guys do that same celebration at the bar? You guys no. on the bar top? I mean, you don't want to get kicked out. <laughs> no, nah, we don't want to get kicked <laughs> or, out, man. Yeah, sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't think he did that on purpose. I don't, I don't think so either, but it was it was hilarious. And then you, there was fans. Um, Did you guys see that picture of the four or five fans? Took a picture outside oh, the parking lot was... with their asses out, and they said, yeah. uh, "Celebrando a la Vega." <laughs> Is there gonna be a an Alexis Vega challenge on Instagram? <laughs> Damn, there should be. That's a good idea. Should Wait, we start it? No, should, uh... should we have? Should we have? Should we have two of the North to send us their best Alexis Vega <laughs> celebration imitation? Um, yes. Don't don't add Chivas del Norte. <laughs> <laughs> you can add you can add Rigo at R dot A. <laughs> no, don't add me. <laughs> you can use the hashtag Vega Challenge, and then you know yeah. we'll look for it. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, Alexis Vega owns Atlas four goals in two games against them. I hope that would I hope that what happened last season doesn't happen this season though, where he scores on Atlas and then uh, he doesn't score again. He did end up scoring, think, though, right? Against Degas, I feel nah. like, at the end of the season, to, like, wrap the season up. Yeah, but last year he was struggling, and then that game was kind of like his breakout game, but then nothing else happened after that. This year he's not really struggling. He's, like, been pretty consistent. So that's I don't true. Think, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, his problem with scoring is that he's out on the wing. <laughs> but actually, that's why he scored the goal, though. Yeah, but look how like how often he's going to be taking those long-ass shots. Like, that's not, like, oh, a yeah. consistent thing. I think, I think what... So but, we really shouldn't uh, be expecting goals. From I think what Tomas Boy there. wants him to do is be on the wing and cut in, right? Since he's righty, but I feel like you're just you're just losing him up the middle of the field. I think honestly, this is what I, I think he has a dilemma where I think deep down he he I think everyone deep down knows that Alexis Vega is the best striker, but they don't know where to put Alan Pulido, and Pulido's not having the best of seasons, man. And 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 you don't want to get rid of him, but they don't know what to do with him. That Honestly, could, could I don't. True. I don't know if he really should even be starting. To be honest, I'm in the midfield. I feel like we. I feel like we can build a starting eleven without Alan Pulido in it. But huh. I feel like, I I feel like about, Pulido, Pulido offers a lot. Look, like if you put Brizuela on left wing, Trophy's right. right wing, you're gonna want to stick Pulido at Cam. Yeah. You just want to. That's just you wanting to find like a place for him. But it works. But I mean, so. I would take. I would take. Yeah, with, I would take Cam that. Works. Would, We've seen it. Right. Play the false nine right behind Vega, and especially if they could do link up play, like you know, then then they'd be good. I yeah, think they, I think, think it would work. I think if you're gonna fit, if you if if there's a place to fit him in, that's how you fit him in the lineup. A four three three with with him as like a cam. He likes to drop back anyway to help out as midfielder. Mm-hmm. And then trophies, we know he's his he's best cutting in on, on from the right wing. And Brizuela can play left wing. I mean, we need to find do something with Brizuela because he's just not having a good tournament. And he's not even that old, right? Didn't he just turn like 28, 29, Brizuela? Brizuela, I think. Uh, might be 30 uh, now, right? Is he? I mean, he, went to the 2000, he went to the 2014 World Cup. He's 29. He's he not just, even he, that old. He just turned 29. Oh, okay. He has 138 caps for... For Mexico? No, I'm sorry. For appearances for Chivas. Oh, okay. And 13 goals. I feel he has more. Damn, that's crazy. I mean, this is what... This is what... Uh, no, I mean, it's probably, it's probably right, but... Yeah, it's probably right. It just feels like... He's probably assisted and stuff more. 
maybe it's time for him to go to San Jose Earthquakes <laughs> and reunite with Almeida. Damn, Julio Jones touchdown. Damn, ride ride so. the bench like uh, Carlos Fierro yeah. on Saturday. Gael Sandoval had a nice little play when he came in, but I mean, it's just it's a short, it's a small little sample size. Though. Oh, that's the substitution the whole bar was worried about. Gael um, Sandoval? Yeah, who did they take out for a Sandoval? Brizuela. Okay, yeah. So the whole bar was just like, oh, no, nobody liked that move. Everybody was watching that. Oh, shit. They're like, why Why are you taking out Brizuela? But well, honestly, Brizuela yeah, wasn't, Brizuela wasn't, wasn't doing much. But yeah. he's just yeah, he a fan favorite. And then Sandoval, you know, he hasn't really gotten the opportunity to prove himself. And then when he does get the opportunities, he doesn't really create much. So we were a little bit worried about that substitution. It worked and out. And then the other... The other sub was who's the other sub? Beltran came in. Beltran came in. He actually got he actually caused the red card, the second yellow. Oh yeah, that was stupid from the Atlas defender. Yeah, just to pull him, just to yeah. pull, just like tug on him. Yeah. If you have a yellow, like what are you doing? You can't you can't do a tactical foul because you're gonna get double booked. But you know, it's oh, at, the good... Atlas is like you know small what you guys club, think about small that mentality. one play that, that where they they went they were thinking about going to VAR. Maybe for possibly a penalty for a what, kick. What play was that? It was a... I forgot which what player was it? was it. It was a Chivas player. Who was it? Ah, damn. He he got he got the ball inside the box, and the Atlas player went to go, like, kick at it, but he kicked, like, his lower body. They they ended up stopping the play. They ended up stopping the ball, the play for, like, a for like a minute or two while uh, yeah. the ref spoke to VAR. I remember, but I don't remember it, like, the oh, play. I don't, I don't remember it. I, yeah, I, it was... I was it probably, was, like, on my eighth beer by then, so... <laughs> it was just a ball. I can't remember exactly how the ball got into the box, but it was like crossing or something like that. And the Chivas player went to go like chest it. He went to go chest it, and the Atlas player went to go kick at it and kicked his lower half, his lower body, and the and the Chivas player fell. It was so like in the midfield, right? No, it was in the box. Oh, it was in the box. No, yeah, they were, doing, I remember they were debating that. whether VAR was going to call the penalty or not, but they didn't. They ended up calling nothing. I didn't. Yeah, but I, I didn't think it was a penalty call. You guys were at the bar. I see. That's the problem. When you're at the bar. You just be missing things. Yeah, you don't pay much. So like, a lot of it, like to the right. details. So like I, that play, like I didn't really think it was a big deal. I I didn't think it was a foul. That was like the only VAR, the only time they really even considered going to VAR. Yeah, I'm just I'm just happy. Uh, Oliver Peralta didn't see the field last night. Yeah, I was glad. I was glad he put Beltran in. I feel like he's slowly starting to. To use him a lot more. See the even, if, even if it's just a sub, yeah, even if it's just a sub, like finally we get to see him play. Although maybe if Michael Perez was healthy, he slides out of the roster again. To be honest, Beltran does. Yeah, if Michael Perez is healthy, yeah, you, maybe. Because then that, that still that leaves Cervantes, Vialpando, Chofis. It's like it's like a it's a whole cluster of midfielders. Would Would you guys think of Chofis playing? That that was also something else. The bar, the, nobody at the bar was happy that Chelsea went in, except really? me. Why not? Except me and Rigo. I was. They don't like him. <laughs> no, they're uh, nah, They don't like Chelsea. Yeah, you should have kicked them out. They're like you, no. They're like Chelsea. Why? I was like, what? You know what it is? It's a lot of. It's a lot of. A lot of people just go by what they like right here. Here on the media versus actually watching a player play. And, and not everybody knows, like, not everybody watches a player the same way either or watches soccer the same way. Yeah. Um, and then at the same time was when the fucking, uh, the signal dropped, the Wi-Fi dropped at the at the bar. Oh, yeah. It was right around the time trophies came in. Because he came in around the 80th minute, right? Yeah, he played yeah. like 10 minutes, yeah. Yeah. He almost scored, too. I don't know if you guys got the Yeah, scene. yeah. He's, he he got the shot off. Which I now, thought he sh- I thought he should have passed that. I mean, I'm, gla- I'm glad he took it because he, but he had somebody to his, to the left of him, wide open. Nah, I'm, tr- I'm gonna trust trophies every time. Uh, I was just happy that he. That means he's back, so he he'll probably be starting next game. Vialpando, Vialpando, yeah, Vialpando, Cervantes, Molina. They all had decent games. I didn't think it was just decent. It was just no one really creating it. Trophies definitely provides that. Trophies and Vega together. Oh man, <laughs> especially Vega down you- the middle, man. I'm telling you, trophies and Villafando in the middle, I think, is like the best midfield combination, to me at least. I don't like this with Molina. Trophies in the middle, not on the wing? Well, we know he's going to use him down the middle. That's the thing. Like, I would love to see him down the wing, like right wing cutting in, but I just know he's never used him there. 
he always used him like as Cam. What do you guys think of Miguel Ponce's um, performance? I think he did Miguel well. Ponce. I mean, it's the thing. The thing was like, it felt like Atlas came out like they weren't trying to win. Not until the last. Not until the last ten minutes. Not until Chivas scored. The announcer yeah. said that at one point. I don't know if you guys got to hear the announcer. Like, are they even? They're not even trying to win this game. They're not even pushing forward. It yeah. was weird, man. It was, it was just a weird game. Like I thought. Like I said on Chivas, I thought pretty much everyone outside of Brizuela and Pulido. I thought everyone was solid. And I thought just Vega was a standout guy. Yo, um, with the, that Vega play where he took two Atlas player souls. <laughs> oh my god! Where uh, he had, he made a he made an Atlas player pull a Kaepernick and took a knee, bro. <laughs> bro, I thought his knees went out. Yeah, <laughs> my bro, my knee was hurting after that. <laughs> and and he magged him too, right? He yeah. magged he magged him. Yeah, he, he magged the first yeah. one. I think and the second guy just collapsed. Knees just collapsed like. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not start these guys, bro? See, that's that's the thing. Like, that's such a beautiful, that's such a beautiful run that Alexis Vega had, did. But then he still had to cut all the way inside. After yeah. he but like, those two guys, like man. you, you see, like the like, his ability to change his change of pace when he's yeah. running. Like he, he can go into another gear, like Conejito used to be able to do. And like this, the whole, the whole season you've been missing that because you've had, you've been playing with Oliver Paranta and. Conejito doesn't run the same way. So it's like, why haven't you been playing him? Who knows, man? Who knows, but... Damn, if he'd relax back at it again. Sian agrees. He agrees <laughs> with you. <laughs> Anytime you guys mention, like, the man boy, why he doesn't make the right decisions, his dog starts barking. <laughs> he agrees. But, um, no, it's a... I mean, at least it's a step in the right direction, right? Boy, I, I feel like he's like, all right, I can't start Peralta anymore. That's two game, two league games in a row that Vega starts, right? He started against Cruz Azul, and now he yeah. starts against Atlas. Imagine I, I imagine think... him going back to Peralta against Morelia. <laughs> Yo, the fans might run on the pitch and attack him again. Like, <laughs> it'll be our yeah. turn this time. I, don't, I think like the fact that it's working out, he can't go back to Peralta. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Even if Vega is on the wing, I'd I'd rather have Vega on the wing than have Peralta down the middle, yeah. and Pulido on the left wing. I'd rather yeah, that yeah. than Peralta oh, play yeah, Of course, yeah. And I see like I know what to call. This is for our question segment, but I see what's his name is in there. Hoeli <laughs> talking about like, are we finally gonna give him credit? It's like no, we're not giving you credit for doing the most obvious, <laughs> the obvious move that everyone else saw. It's like you did it too late. Yeah, eight like games, maybe eight, seven, right. eight games into the season. No, and this, and it's like I'm not going to give you credit for Sepulveda. Those are moves you had to do, like based off injuries, and it kind of he kind of lucked out into a, into a player like that. You think you think Adonis comes back? I hope not, but I mean, you think? Nah, I think Sepulveda. I, I, I think, think Sepulveda so. would have to make like a crazy mistake for him to lose his job at this point. I don't, I don't think he gets his job back because you guys said he played midweek, no, or or the classical game. He played ten minutes. Alanis? I thought Varro had said that. Yeah, didn't uh, you say? Rigo said Alanis played. Ten I didn't minutes watch, or something like that? It. Yeah, he played, like, he, played, he played 10 minutes. Yeah, so he's obviously back. I just think he's... He, Sepulveda's earned He's slowly earning the job. He's not making any like big mistakes. We, we remember what happened to Alanis. What game was that? Where they completely turned him around? Was it Necaxa? Where the guy just yeah, hit him with the spin Nekaxa. move? Yeah. yeah, with the spin move. Like, he hasn't... Sepulveda hasn't had those mistakes. He's been solid on defense. There's no reason... To like go back, yeah, I think you know, but he, also he's a young player, you know. You don't want to, I don't know. We have to learn how to control and like keep these players like feet on the ground because we've seen like you know, Chivas players, young Chivas players have like really good performances and then goes to their head a couple of days, you know, a couple of games later, you know, they, they're trash and then you never see them again. That's what, um, what do you think I to do? Or do you got to keep him grounded from the <laughs> yeah, bench? Yeah, that's what it, that's what, from the bench. Drill, drill him into his seat. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. like I, I think I think Sepulveda, especially Sepulveda, his being a center back with Antonio Briseño being there and, and what he's gone through in his career and Iramir, Iramir. No, but this Briseño, like he Briseño was that player. He was that player that was touted as the next Rafa Marquez at one point, coming out of Atlas, and and then completely getting grounded at, at what's it called at Tigres and. Drop from the lineup and him having to go to Europe by himself. 
I think he's the type of player that's going to take that leadership role and, and wouldn't let Sepulveda, um get too ahead of himself. You know what I mean? Because that, that's what he did through his career. Yeah, that's true. I feel like we have the, the players on the on the team to kind of keep him grounded. And even maybe even maybe Peralta. You know, he's a mentor apparently to Chopis. Maybe he can talk to Sepulveda. Keep him level-headed. Nah, but he looks solid. Because remember, remember the game when... I remember when, when Benjamin Galindo played... Oh Benjamin Galindo God. Jr. Yeah, and they trash. like they talked about him so much leading up to it. <laughs> like he has this, he's captains the this seven U seventeen Chivas team, blah blah blah. And then he was he gave up like a goal like right away starting the game. He was terrible after that. It was like a turnover in our own box or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was bad. When he, when he... And then his confidence so like, was just shattered. Yeah, so like just it's now been like three games. The pool of us been solid. Um... I think, like I said last week, I think we finally found a center back to, to pair with to pair with Vicenio. And then lastly, uh, Gudinho. Good game from Gudinho, too. I think um, yeah. at the bar we were talking about it, too. Um, what Her name is Jessica, right, Rigo? Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. asked us, um, she was like, so who do you guys prefer, Tonio or uh, Gudinho? And um, I told her, I was like, at the beginning of the season, I, honestly, I was like, I was just, I, was say, I said Tonio because he had a good season at Lobos. And I figured he'd continue that. And then I, I was like, after like two weeks, I was like, I was done with Tonio. And I'm okay. I'm not like 100% confident in Gudinho. And I think she said the same thing. But um, at this point, Gudinho's doing a good job. And maybe, you know, he has a chip on his shoulder because he, he sat on the bench for a couple of weeks. And now he's like, you know, I can't make those mistakes again. Yeah, and he stopped the shot. I felt it was similar to one that, that what's it, Tonio gave up early in the season. It was like right down the middle, but it looked like it was curving last second. And he just pushed it out. Um, yeah, he was. He didn't have to save too many. He was solid. He, he had like good. two or three saves that were. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think going forward, Tonya's just going to be the Copa MX goalie, and Gudinho's going to keep that the Liga, the Liga MX um, starting position. And yeah, like, I agree. you know, it's the same story with Tonya again. You know, he comes back to Chivas, wants to be the starter, and he loses the job again. You hate, I think it's you hate safe to, to say. It. I think it's safe to say this is probably the end of Tonya at Chivas, unless he's unless he's okay being a backup. We didn't buy him, right? He just came back on the free, right? Well, from obviously loan. we gave him a contract. Is it a loan? He was, no. he, was, he was back on loan. Yeah, he was back from loan. He was on oh, loan. right, right. And so we, we never sold him, right? Okay. Yeah. No, know. he was on... No, but we had to... I think he was... I think his contract was over, though. We had to pay for him. At least give him, like, a contract. A, contract, a decent contract. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I guess he's going to go on loan again. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be happy that he's going to ride the bench again. But I I said it before I said it too like you know como que la la camisa le queda grande you know when he played for Chivas he can't play for a big club you know at Lobos he Lobos is not a big club like Chivas there's and, no pressure yeah there's no pressure so he can you know he he can be feel more confident under the goal and at Chivas you know you always have that pressure that you have to be an elite goalie yeah and the pressure of having someone like Godinho right behind him. Where I'm sure at Lobos he didn't worry about anyone being behind him, taking us if he did make a mistake. Where Godinho was getting get, was getting national team call ups even out as a as the backup. Yeah, he, he's a gold gold cup uh, champion. Gold cup <laughs> champion. Him and Vega. Oh yeah, Vega too. Um, you guys, other other things you guys want to talk about from the Clásico? Uh, we can answer questions. All right, you can jump. Nah, we all we we own them. I don't know how they're that high up in the in the table. Yeah, there were what six, right? We jumped to twelve. Yeah. Even though we're only even though we're only six points out of first, two wins away from first place. With the game in hand. Yeah, with the game in hand. Yep. I think that game is gonna be Morelia. It's a fucking tight, tight race as always in Liga MX. You're never out till you're out. Yeah, we dropped Atlas out of the playoffs too. For now. They're in tenth. They they were in sixth, I think, and now they're in tenth, and we're in twelfth. But um, all right, let's go to Twitter questions. First Twitter question of the night. As I open the app, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are you guys canceling Bud Light? Who tweeted that? That was funny. That was me. Someone replied. Someone replied. Like on respect, though they support one dollar beer night at Casino <laughs> Arena. Arizona field for the Phoenix Rising, so I'm good with them. Pero Chivas de Nacimiento. <laughs> My man called Feelings because we went after Bud Light. 
Um, Alright, first question of the night from Claudio Jr. Sepulveda is the cor- is the center back we've been waiting for? That's his question. And I think as of now, you know, he's but been that's solid. a question or a statement? It was it was in the form of a question. I just write it wrong. Yeah. I think he meant it's Sepulveda the, cor- yeah. the center back we've been waiting for. I think Briseño yeah. is the center back we've been waiting for, and he's just yeah. such a good partner to him. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, Sepulveda is good. I don't see anything like. Yeah, that's like making him like stand like out. He's just not making mistakes, which is what you want. Which is good. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's not like it's not like. Uh, oh, we've been waiting for this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it is it that Alan set the bar so low that Sampulvela just just an automatic improvement? Yeah, at yes. this point. Yeah, that's yeah. probably it. That's what there is. <laughs> and he's a little bit faster too. I mean, I'm sure that has to do with his youth because he's still a young kid. So yeah, he's man. the partner we've been waiting for to to Briseño. Damn. What about Mier? Mier is, is is what's it called? He has too many injuries. We can't trust Mier. He never got injured for his last season. That's that was the anomaly. <laughs> 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 this is like the what's happening this season is what is what normally happens. <laughs> All right, let's go. And then he had another question. He said, "Tomas boy." I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna re or rearrange <laughs> his questions because they don't. <laughs> Damn, will, quite will, a step it up with the grammar. <laughs> will Tomas Boy be our uh, director technical for this season, regardless of what happens? We we talked about it last episode. So, Claudio, thanks for not listening to the last episode of this podcast. But, um, yeah. yeah, we said at this point, Boy is going to be the coach for the rest of the season. Just because relegation is not a possibility. Because Veracruz is doing so bad. And then, you know, he just got a win against Atlas. And he's gonna ride this win to the end of the season. I feel like. You think there's anything that he that will happen that makes him stay as coach past the season? Oh, oh god, no! I mean, unless we make, make like Ligia. a Ligia, a deep Ligia run, like semifinals. That's the only I way to justify that. it. Oh, yeah, but if he makes if he makes it to the Ligia, then doesn't he justify staying on as a coach? Ligia being, at all? At all? Uh, maybe being being with how the team has played in the. I'm not saying I want him as a coach. I'm saying I could see that I could see a Maori justifying it. His reason for keeping boy is like, oh, we haven't made the the playoffs since Almeida. Right, we haven't and, been out and we for won. what three, four seasons, right? Yeah, like three seasons. Three seasons. Three straight Damn, seasons. You're right. And now Maybe Tomas Ligia boy is enough. Huh. Tomas boy saves us, saves us from relegation, takes us into La Liga. <laughs> As to his resume again, like we talked about last week, I think I think that might be enough for him to stay on. I don't want him. He can win the championship, and I still might want him gone. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But how I don't I don't know how long we how long his contract is for. Yeah, huh. but you're right. A Liguilla, just a Liguilla spot might be enough to justify keeping him as a coach. Not that we want him, but you're right. Amari might be like. You know, three seasons we haven't made it, and now we did. Damn, that sucks. You just depressed me, Flo. <laughs> <laughs> I was riding. That's a tough question. <laughs> I was riding the high of this Clásico Tapatio win, and now I'm like, shit. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next question. At Sad Chivas Fan, he said, more of a statement. He said, Pulido's the worst striker on the team, but y'all not ready to have that conversation yet. We worst three striker strikers. on the team, Peralta Bro, is Ma- the worst. Like Peralta and then Madrigal right after him. Oh, I forgot Come about Madrigal around. too. Shit. Yeah, he's he's top three, but not one or two. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Godina too, who's on loan. We still own uh, Saldivar. They're all worse than Pulido. Maybe Saldivar has a little more potential, but. No, yeah, he's not the worst. Well, he's, he's not, not the worst striker on that team. Definitely not, bro. We've seen we've seen uh, Oribe go through game, like three, four games straight without a shot on target. <laughs> yeah, definitely not worst striker on the team by far. I don't know why that that's not a good statement. Yeah, sorry, sad Chivas fan. <laughs> not, not only are you a sad Chivas fan, but you're a sad sports watcher. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sad sports watcher. <laughs> Oh man! I think I think I think we could say he he shouldn't be the striker. That's the conversation to be had. 
Yeah. Yeah. And we can but not, agree not to that. that he's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next, we got Joelly, friend of the pod. He said, why does Rigo have the if only you knew how bad things really are look on his face? And at what point <laughs> will you gentlemen apologize to boy? Well, um, if only you guys knew how things really were, how bad <laughs> things are with you. Because we're still second in the sense of, uh, but I don't know why. I can't talk about it earlier. I don't know why I was. Why I came out mad in the picture. I wasn't mad. I was happy people actually showed up. <laughs> <laughs> and no, we're not apologizing to boy. It still stinks. Yeah, we're not apologizing to him for finally making changes in eight weeks. No. And Hoyle, you got to come on the fucking podcast and defend being an older believer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joel, you got to come back. Tell me why. Tell me what Oribe Barata has done that makes you still a fan. I don't get it. Right? And remember on Twitter, he defend, He said, because uh, after a few weeks, I, I kept tweeting him about it. He said that, oh, well, it's, he might have a big contract. I think even Rigo agreed he might have a big contract that's like forcing him to split him. And obviously not. Not anymore. That contract obviously means nothing now. You, he's playing the guys that's doing the right job. Or maybe the, I mean, minute, maybe I think, the minute market. I, I think, I mean, I, I do think he has that contract, but I, I do think that he kind of played himself out of, of starting. He played but so that's bad. My point. That was my point from the beginning. Yeah, but he, like, I think Tomas Boy was being pressured into starting him. Like, he had to. I don't know about that. It was the same way, it was the same way when, when uh, uh, Guli Peña was there. And they were, and they were forcing um, Almeida to play him. Remember, remember the the final straw was him missing that PK against America and, and in the Liguilla, uh, yeah. and, and the next season they, they let him go. And Nomad Bravo's second run, which two us. Oh, that was so bad. Just because they wanted him to break the the record. Or you know how many how many assists from trophies he missed? <laughs> he fucked up. Man, all right. Let's go to the next question. El Yeezus seventeen. He says, "Happy for the win." For what it means against Atlas, but was the overall game convincing to the fans to trust Boy? I don't know about y'all, but Chivas should have killed Atlas for, from how the game played out. And uh, yeah, I agree with him. Yeah, nah, we I can't mean, trust Boy. I mean, based on the fact that Atlas came out to do nothing, you would definitely, you would definitely think that Chivas could do more. And that's still what's that's still what's troubling right. this team is that they don't they don't put. They don't put up the goals that they should be putting up. And early on in the game, Brizuela whiffed on a, on a, on a pass. Yes, we know Peter Lice. Uh, <laughs> he whiffed on a shot on a pass from Alexis Vega, where it probably would have gone in if he would have connected with it. Um, those are those are the chances that we need to be putting away. Like it, it, it means nothing if you like attack, 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 and you don't score. Uh, yeah, I agree too. I think. Um... Like you said, it's, this is one of those, this is one of those games where it's like you, we get the, we're happy with the win, but we know we just know sooner or later it's gonna we're gonna we're gonna it's gonna bite us in the ass going forward that we can't create chances. Um, all right, let's go to the next question. Uh, this is a weird ad. This is Joelly. This is Joelly's burner account. <laughs> yeah, bro, I thought the same thing. I swear to God, I thought the same thing when I read it. <laughs> um, Ast- Astro, oh my, SGBB. I don't know. It says, knowing the quality of player like Peralta has to offer, do you think it would be a good idea to let him shoot the next penalty if he's on the pitch to help give him confidence and also help endear him with the fans if he scores, of course? I'll tell you right now, no. he won't, he next won't question. be on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I don't, I don't That's a weird question. Who? Why would you want Peralta to be on the field to begin with? Yeah. Who cares if the fans like him or not? Well, remember the Chivas TV guys. At certain points, it feels like they are trying to get him over with the crowd. I mean, it's, a, it's it's Chivas TV. It's like the state network. Like, you, like they're going to speak positively about the players. Yeah, but I mean, like when Edison was going super hard for him to start, bro. But he's thirty six. Like, what are you ex- yeah. what are you expecting from him? Do you think he's suddenly going to be like it's a, like that form he had in the Olympics again? Like, nah, he's not going to regain any of that. He's only getting older, only getting more washed up. So, nah, we don't want him on the field taking any penalties. 
He might miss it too, to be honest. All right, but Alanis and Pulido are our PK takers, right? Yeah. So say Peralta is on the field like 88th minute. Alanis doesn't play anymore because Pulido took his spot. And then Oribe comes in for Pulido. Who do we want to take the penalty? Is Alexis Vega still in? Um, as a left wing, I would let I would let Briseño take it. Briseño. C- center backs are good PK takers. <laughs> like historically. Yeah, historically. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen Briseño take a PK, but I would prefer him over Peralta. <laughs> All right, I guess so. I, at that point, I feel like I'd be okay with Peralta taking it, but it will also depend if we're already winning, or if it's gonna be the game winner. If it's the game winner. And say he does miss, bro, it's over for him. He has to leave town that same day. Well, he should be playing Copa MX, right? So he might get a chance to one of those. Yeah, I don't think Ale- a... I don't think we'll see Alexis Vega in Copa MX again. Yeah, I don't think so either. Alright, so uh Astro whatever your handle is, sorry. Hawaii? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Hawaii stop wilding out like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, alright, next question. From Dude X Danny. Shout out to Danny. Uh, after seeing this game, what lineup would you like Chivas to play from now until when they fire boy? <laughs> I think this lineup works. It's yeah. just a matter no. of repositioning some guys, you know. Vega down right. the middle, ideally. And then... No, we gotta fit trophies in the, into the starting lineup. So who do we get rid of? Cervantes? Or Villalpando? Um, i say Cervantes. Because I right. would want trophies at right mm-hmm. wing. Brizuela on left. Pulido at Cam. And Vega up top. And then you yeah, and then arrange Villalpando and Molina. Molina behind them. Behind Pulido. Yeah, I would want Villalpando. In, in that case, Villalpando and, and Michael Paris, But he's injured. And I know it's not going to happen. Yeah, no. So Molina's going to start. Yeah, yeah. Molina's going to start every game. Yeah, and then the back line can stay the same. Goldie can stay the same. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. That's only that's only a one, just changing one player. Yeah. So Tomas boy's close. He's close. <laughs> he almost <laughs> got it right. It's not gonna it's not gonna happen because he's not gonna take Alexis Vega out of left wing. I just know it. I mean, if Pulido can start making runs down the middle that are good, then Vega cuts in. Pulido's there, but sometimes you know, Pulido just drops back so much that there's nobody in the box to finish those crosses, anyways. Yeah. Alright, so that's our last question for the night. You guys have other things? Oh, Rigo brought something up last night at the bar that I thought was interesting. Um, he asked, why is Molina our captain? And then I was trying to think of like who's had the like, longer tenure at Chivas. And the only player I could think of is Brizuela, right? That's the only player we could think of, Rigo? Yeah. So Well, in think- the starting lineup, if you talk about yesterday's starting lineup, um, Chapo, Chapo's been there. Yeah. Oh, Chapo. yeah, we also said Chapo. But he was, like, injured and stuff. I mean, I would make Chapo or Brizuela the captain before him. He's only been there for half a seat for a season. Um, you, I mean, normally it's a defensive guy, so that's probably why he is. But doesn't the, the locker room... The locker room... Yeah, the locker room, the locker room picks right? him. Yeah, they pick him. Yeah. So I guess I the mean, guy but I would, I would even make I would even make Pulido captain before him. you make Pulido captain? Before Molina, yeah. yeah. Mm, Trophies, trophy should be captain. I don't think. So. <laughs> now, I, I would, I would consider seriously. I would consider Briseño next season. Yeah, at this next season. Yeah, yeah, Briseño next season. Yeah, he just has that captain mentality, like on the field. Uh, he agrees. He yeah, agrees. agrees. He was <laughs> mad hype for that. <laughs> he had to get him a Briseño jersey. No, no flows gambling corner, right? You said there yeah, was no the odds. there was no line, no odds. No odds are out. That's the bad thing about doing it on Sunday. No odds are out yet. Oh, but at least recap recap uh the bets that you had. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we we did make two bets. Um we bet on the Chivas wins and on over two and a half goals. So we hit one of two, so we pretty much broke even again. So we still got fifty dollars in the account and uh, we'll see what happens this week with Morelia. I'll tweet it out again when the odds come out, and we'll see what we can do. Definitely go for Chivas win. Yeah, I'm telling you, we're going to win three in a row. I mean, Chivas has had been pretty successful against um, Morelia. Really? You feel like it? Where are they in the line? Where are they in the stands? Let me see. If I had to guess, not good. 
They're in. I think they're in the playoff position. Yeah, if we beat them, we jump to eighth because they're in eighth right uh, now. So oh, if we ass. beat them, if we beat we're them, uh, we'll be a playoff team. If other results go our way, I guess. Oh yeah, we're beating them. I can't think of a Morelia player. They only have ten goals, and with one more game than us. So two less goals than us, and one more game than us. Hmm. All right, I like our I like our chances. Yeah, we're, we're winning that game. That's a three-zero victory. Three-zero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got that, but that's what we're rolling with. We'll put, we'll put all fifty on the Chivas win instead of splitting it this time. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Just put it all on the win. We need to do. A you guys have you got you guys haven't done that in a while, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's like we've been, been staying been afloat. <laughs> We gotta, have FIFA, we gotta have a FIFA showdown and lose it on purpose. Is there any Morelia podcasts? Let me see. Let me I, don't, nah, Morelia. I don't think so. Um, I'm gonna just find somebody, tell them to play with Morelia. I'm gonna score like 10 own goals on myself so Chivas can win on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Morelia English? Oh, there is one? I, I tried to. Morelia and Yahoo. Ultima <laughs> noticia sobre Morelia. But that's, uh, Evan tweeted since 2009. Morelia Club uh, Monarcas. I, I fuck it. I'm tweeting the Morelia Femenil team. <laughs> <laughs> there's Forza. There's Forza Monarca is the official account. You just tweet them. Send to send their. Uh, They'll send their pro player. Their, yeah, their FIFA, their FIFA pro player. That's fine. We need to get watched so <laughs> so Cuba can win. <laughs> oh, this is account Monarca Babel. Maybe I'll tweet them. Oh, did that, yo, Atlas's English account still only has like 600 followers last I checked. What? I mean, well, Atlas doesn't they have got, really, well, really they got a, fans they got, outside they got, of Guadalajara. They got to do what the Paradero boys did. Just follow all their fans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Come on. And on that note... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, hey, tw- tweet us if after you listen to the podcast, you went and checked the Paradero Boys followers. <laughs> let us know what you think. Oh, let us know man. how many egg accounts you see. <laughs> All right, I will say, I will say, Russian bots. Go, going to the Morelia game, they fucking the food there is good. The stadium that went last year, they have tortas de carnitas in the stadium. Which is fire. Bro, it's so many Russian bots on the Paradero Boys. Are you sure uh, Sultan 985 is not real? <laughs> <laughs> when the Hoelis burn her pants? <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright. Um, shout, out, shout out to everybody that came to the watch party. Um, stay tuned to the Chivas del Norte account, Twitter account. Where we'll, we're probably going to do something for the Super Clásico. That'll be next. I'm doing something for the Morelia game. Oh yeah, you. I mean, you really I, I, come down? I mean, yeah. I guess I'm down. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll tweet it out. Yeah, just say uh, we'll, keep, we'll use a uh, Chivas hashtag Chivas NYC. That's the hashtag we'll use. Promote this. And stuff. if you're in Cali, keep keep suggesting spots. Nah, do do hashtag CDN NYC. Oh, okay, yeah, CDN NYC. And yeah, if you're in Cali. You want to help us Suggest find a place box. to do this? Yeah, at? start start scouting. Let us know good bars to have the games at, and then we can start looking it up because we, we do want to do one there next next season, guys. Yeah, we can try to go to the West Coast. You want to pay for our flight? Even better. <laughs> we'll start the GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, we'll start GoFundMe. All right. This has been another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. Thank you for listening. We're out. We're out. Peace. Peace.